in these times of darkness, anger, and hatred, let's talk about something that's a little less filled with darkness, anger, and hatred. Let's talk about the very first Miyazaki film, Castle Cagliostro, on this episode of the Gaming and Chill podcast. This episode of the Gaming and Chill podcast is brought to you by Humble Bundle. Humble Bundle is an online game retailer. Each week, they have brand new bundles that last for only a limited amount of time. And with Humble Bundle Monthly, for a flat fee each month, you gain access to over $100 worth of games for only $13. A game I received was Soul Calibur 6, which normally retails at nearly $60, and I got it and several other highly rated games for the low price of $13. If you love games as much as I do, do yourself a favor and get Humble Bundle Monthly using the link down in the description or by using the link on our website. Not only will you be getting amazing games for yourself, you'll also be able to support the podcast. Back to the show. Miyazaki is credited as building and creating so many animes that have influenced the world over. I'm thinking about things like Ponyo, Totoro, Spirited Away, things like that. But where did he get his start? Well, the very first movie that he helped produce and direct was actually Castle Cagliostro. It was created in December 15th, 1979, with about a 100-minute runtime, and it made a lot of money. Its box office was $500 million yen, and I'm sorry, its budget was $500 million, and its box office was about 600 million yen, which is a lot of money, especially for 1979. And a lot of people have credited Castle Cagliostro of getting them into Miyazaki's works, which you would think, being its first, you know, it goes without saying. I personally, this is not my favorite uh, Miyazaki film, honestly. It is good, but it's not my favorite. As cliche as it is, Totoro's probably my favorite. It's got a lot of influence on the world, though. A lot of people seen it, and they made things paying homage to it. From things like, I don't know, the Simpsons movie. It absolutely had an inspired by a sequence in Castle Cagliostro. Specifically, the sequence where Bart Simpson rolls down the roof. That was inspired by Lupin running down the castle roof. It influenced something as far-flung as the Simpsons movie. Which is opening to your eyes, going, wow. People the world over have seen this film. And in ways they might not be able to really point to, it has influenced them. I mean... Heck, Batman the Animated Series has a sequence that is influenced by Castle Cagliostro. And it's really interesting how things created in this 
helped uh, potentially popularize movements that later on Miyazaki eventually said, man, I wish I didn't do that. Specifically, the character of Clarice has been cited as a potential Moe character design, proto-Moe character design, which Miyazaki criticized later, said that it has the potential to lead to some unhealthy things. It's interesting, uh, because things that you don't think could spawn something, they did. And it's really interesting how even things like, I don't know, Disney was influenced by this. I, well, like I said, it's not my favorite movie. It is really good. What is it actually about, though? It's actually about a thief named Arson Lupin III. Which is weird, because <clears throat> in the American dub, they keep calling him Wolf. Because they didn't get the actual um, copyright. Because it's actually based upon Lupin III, which was a person. And they didn't get everything signed off on. But he's a gentleman thief. And some people have criticized that in the movie he was not as dubious as he was in the in this series it was based on or anything like that. But that's okay. Because that means it's a little bit more family friendly. There's still, you know, a lot of stuff going on. But it's more family friendly. Like you would point to Miyazaki and think of. So he robs a casino, then runs away and realizes, meh, this money is all bust anyway, because it's all counterfeit. So he goes to where it's assumed to come from, Castle Cagliostro. Wow, that's where we get the title. So he breaks in, everything happens there. There's a princess, there's money, there's a counterfeiting ring. This castle is rigged with booby traps. And at the end, they find treasure. What is that treasure? Well, I'm not going to spoil that for you, but let's just say it's pretty popular. Now, it's interesting how some things in this movie, like, kind of point to other things. Like, there's an auto gyro, which kind of reminded me of, like, a modern day uh, airplane helicopter hybrid. It's kind of interesting that Miyazaki sometimes puts these twists on things where you go, I get that, but it's not that. If that makes sense. And it's really interesting. This movie is not complicated by any stretch of the imagination. It's pretty cut and dry, truthfully. It's good guy, bad guy. Here we go. And there's always the kidnapped princess. Now, I want to be very careful in how I word this. Because I actually am not a huge fan fan of how it ended or how it kind of had some implications so backstory Lupin the third the the gentleman thief met this child this girl when he was escaping from one of his cons he met her and she took care of him fed him gave him food water made sure he stayed safe Cool. Years later, he finds out she's actually the princess of Cagliostro. And 
throughout the movie, you, you kind of have this will-they-won't-they they aspect. Like, oh, you know, during the movie, during the bulk of the movie, you're led to believe that maybe he met her when he was a kid. That is not true. He was very much an adult when he met her, which kind of makes you go, ooh, man, I definitely was rooting for them to be a couple by the end, and now I've made it weird. <clears throat> I didn't like that. I kind of felt like it would have worked better if they were kids as they met, like before he got into thievery and everything like that. The idea that he met her as a ch he was an adult and she was a child. Then at the end, it was like, oh, okay, go, yeah, just just leave, please, just leave. It doesn't taint the movie, but it definitely makes you go. I definitely would have done something a little different because many people assume save the princess, fall in love with the princess, marry the princess, and while this subverts expectations. Yeah, I kind of wish they had subverted those expectations a little sooner before you shipped it, basically. The music in this film is pretty good. It's nothing as catchy as Totoro, for instance. Um, I had actually had to go back and listen to the soundtrack and went, oh yeah, I remember that part. Um, so to me, the music didn't stand out. This is the base level of Miyazaki. It is right there. It is a Miyazaki film, but you don't often look at it and go, that's a Miyazaki film. You look at things like Ponyo, Totoro, Kiki's Delivery Service, Spirited Away, those sort of things as Miyazaki films. This one is not that. And that's okay. I would say, if you're going to go watch it, you absolutely should. It's on Netflix. Not hard to get a hold of, just watch it in your free time. I recommend it. Again, not my favorite, but it's still good. In these trying times of darkness, anger, and hatred, it definitely fills the spot of making you forget about some of that just a little bit. So I think that's actually where we're going to wrap up. Short movie review, not a long movie review. I don't like long movie reviews. They're boring. It should be cut to the dry of, should you watch it? Yes. No. Here's some stuff good boom done so i think we're gonna do more miyazaki stuff more stuff like this i think it makes it uh funner to listen to easier to digest and go through so until next time i hope that you all have a wonderful week afternoon whatever it is you're listening to this during i hope that you all have a wonderful time don't forget to leave a, a rating for this podcast and share it with your friends that absolutely helps a lot so, until next time, I hope that you have a wonderful time. Peace! Thanks for tuning into the Gaming and Chill Podcast. We hope you liked it. It would be really helpful if, on your given listening platform, you were to leave a comment and give us a rating. For more on the Gaming and Chill podcast, you can visit our website at www.gamingandchillpodcast.com. And from there, you can read anime and game reviews that are not on this podcast. You can also find links to all of our social media where you can follow us. Thank you again for tuning in, and we hope to hear from you soon. Cheers! Cheers!